Hi there. If you're just tuning in and want to find out more about what this podcast is about, then either read the description or go to the intro episode. Hello and welcome to the Cisco Podcast, Tales from the CSAP Floor. My name is Kyle Kalaf and I'm going to be your host today. I'm joined today by two lovely guests, Andrea Nanwe Fernandez and Sandro Fasser. Uh, could you guys please take a moment to introduce yourselves? Yeah, of course. Um, my name is Andrea. As Kali said, I'm from Spain, and I'm, I joined the CSAP program in July, end of July, as an ASR, Associate Sales Representative, for the Spanish market. My name is Sandro Foster. I'm from Switzerland, and I joined the CSAP program also in July as an ASE, Associate Sales Engineer. For those of you who don't know, the Associate Sales Representative is the more sales-focused track of the CSAP program, while the Associate Systems Engineer is the more engineering-focused track of the CSAP program. Today we're going to be talking about the last uh, stage of the recruitment process for CSAP, uh, known as the Assessment Center. The Assessment Center is a full day of assessment at one of the Cisco offices, uh, where you basically arrive at around 8 or 8.30 and go through a whole day until 5 or 6, being assessed by multiple assessors on that day. Guys, could you tell us a little bit about your assessment centers? My, my assessment center was in Madrid, in Spain, and it was uh, four different exercises, starting by a technical exam, but uh, since I'm joining a more sales role, it was very basic, and we had the chance to watch a few videos before the actual assessment. Then it was followed by an interview, personal interview, then a role play, and a presentation. Uh, yes, I joined from Switzerland, but I was flown here to Amsterdam. For me, it was quite a surprise that I come here to Amsterdam because I thought that I would go to Zurich and do the assessment center there. But then I realized uh, two days after the mail that it's a flight ticket, not only a rail ticket to Zurich. So I was really surprised, but happy to come here. And this was also the point I realized the first time that they really invest also already in me and that I really want to be good and want this job. And when I was here, I had also four, four steps assessment center, the same as Andrea. Uh, more, a bit more technical focused, but it was the same steps. How did you feel at that moment when you found out that uh, you're not going to be in Zurich actually, and that you're going to be going to Amsterdam? I mean, I, I can imagine that you were surprised, but can you, can you tell me a little bit about the actual moment? I remember that I get this mail and they were talking about a hotel and a flight. And for me, I thought it's an American company, so they maybe don't know how big Switzerland is. So this is the general approach. And I was laughing the first. And two days later, I wrote the email again. I texted them back and they got me a flight ticket and everything. I wrote this ticket and it was Amsterdam and I was really surprised. And I called my mom because actually I thought it was one day in Zurich and I come home after that. And then I called her that I cannot be there uh, this evening because I go to Amsterdam and she was really surprised. And for her, it was like amazing and something like, how can they do this, fly you to Amsterdam for just an assessment? And for me, it was kind of the same. So I was really surprised, and but I was really happy because I felt really valued. Yeah, I, c- I can imagine, you know, getting, getting that kind of realization that you're going to be flying out to a different country before you're even hired, just to qualify you for hiring. I mean, that's a pretty big step. Andrea, you mentioned that, you know, when you were going to the assessment center that you had the technical test and that you had some material to study beforehand. Can you tell me a little bit about what, what that looked like uh, in the sense that what kind of research material did Cisco offer you before going into the assessment center? That's a good question because we received an email around 10 days before the, the assessment center. And since I told you that we had a different 
exercises. So for the for the technical exam, we have some videos where mm -hmm. we can watch them and really get used to the kind of uh, questions we could be asked. And we have business case where we could see like which were the requirements of the customer, who was the customer. So you could imagine which could be the scenario that after you will get. And you were also given some possible solutions that you could position, but mm -hmm. then you just go to the website and you do your own research, like depending how into detail you want to go. We had just two days uh, mm -hmm. to prepare it. I guess they really wanted us to be faster and really to, to feel the pressure. Maybe. So you're arriving in Amsterdam, and Andrea, you're going to be, you, you were in Madrid at the time. Yes. Tell me a little bit about how you felt the night before in your hotel room, wherever you were. How were you feeling the next day? <laughs> I remember it was a lot of preparation. I spent like five days I was locked in my room because I really wanted to get the job and I was really aware that uh, it was going to be something tough. And I remember I was really nervous, but at the same time I was trying to be as relaxed as possible to show the better version of myself next day. So I went to sleep really early, even mm -hmm. if I couldn't manage to, to fall asleep. Yeah, for me it was a bit different. I I worked part-time this days and so I had only time to prepare in the evening the, during the week uh, then I flew here to flew here to Amsterdam and get to the hotel and I was preparing the whole evening in this hotel and also I prepared really I remember that I went to bed like around 12 or later because I want to be really prepared and I want to really use this time and at the next morning I also get up early and as my assessment center the most part was in lunchtime and later, so I had time in the morning also to stay in the hotel. I was the only one in the hotel bar who was preparing for tests, so it was quite funny. Everyone was drinking and I was preparing tests, but in the end it's, it was, uh, was worth it, so for sure. For my case, I actually got ill the day before the assessment center. Wow. Can you imagine that? I was there in the hotel room, coughing my lungs out, sneezing and just feeling horrible. And I was thinking, oh my God, this is the worst time possible that anyone can get ill. But regardless, I pushed through even though I couldn't get like any sleep almost. I get to the office maybe half past six or something. I was the first person wow. there before any Cisco personnel had arrived. And I'm standing outside the office waiting for somebody to let me in. <laughs> and I see um, Sylvia Teruzzi, the hiring manager at the time for, uh, for CSAP. And, and she gets there and she looks at me and she says, you're here for the assessment center. And I say, yep. And she's like, nope, no sleep, <laughs> no sleep whatsoever. I was like, no, nah, I couldn't. <laughs> Let's go into the actual assessments on the day. So you start out with a technical test. How did that go for you, Sandro? I get these uh, papers and I sat there and they told me, yeah, you can, you have this amount of minutes. I'm not sure anymore how much uh, to do this test. And first I was quite not sure what comes to me, what, how difficult the questions would be. But in the end, I have to say it's uh, fair questions. If you have any kind of uh, technical background that you have researched mm -hmm. before, it's really fair questions. So it was not the difficult, most difficult test of these four, but it gives you a good overview of the basic knowledge you should have. Yeah, in our case, I was surprisingly happy because it wasn't that difficult as I expected. But also, like if you don't have the background, you really mm -hmm. need to prepare before. But if you have the right preparation, it was quite simple test. Just 10 questions, very easy to follow. and. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And if I'm correct, after that, you jump into your interviews. Is that right? Yes, correct. Okay. Um, can we start with you, Andre, and tell me a little bit about how that went? Well, I felt really comfortable. Um, in my case, I had two executives there. It's true that at that time, I was doing a lot of interviews, so I didn't spend much time preparing my interview. I really was focused on just be yourself and follow the conversation and 
don't feel nervous or just show who you are and if they like it that's a good thing and for me it was not that i prepared a lot for the interview as well because the, the thing is i was really focused on the uh, presentation mm -hmm. and the role play so it was not so my focus to be really prepared but i think it's also the right approach to not try to script an interview like mm -hmm. this and just talk how you are and talk about yourself how you are and not try to be someone else because I think it's really unnatural it comes uh, to the other person really unnatural if you try to fake something and this is something they will catch for sure so try to be yourself I think I haven't felt like put into a corner or into the corner and really like I think they were not trying to put me under pressure and uncomfortable situation but of course they want to get to know you what about you Sandra I was really nervous at the beginning and then it gets smoother and smoother but I remember one question about my bachelor thesis at this time and I was doing it at the same time period I was doing this bachelor thesis and I was not far into the process but I put this in my CV or at least the topic of my uh, bachelor thesis and they asked me about the result of this bachelor thesis and at this moment I didn't have any huge results so mm -hmm. it was quite um, catch me off guard this question and then I try to explain what is the process and how mm -hmm. I am now and what I think will be or is like in the direction it goes and but they were really open about this and they, we had a nice conversation about my bachelor thesis even if I could not shoot out some results and give them some numbers or something like this they were more interested about the process and how I approach okay. this bachelor thesis so mm -hmm. yeah well we all know that after every assessment in the assessment center that there's a little feedback session that you get could you tell me a little bit about your feedback session after the interview? Start, Andrea? After the interview, I think there was not feedback as itself because mm -hmm. it was very conversational. So in the moment, we were really having a conversation. But for the other exercises we had, yeah, I, I really had a feedback session after. Uh, I remember for the role play, like they were really telling me like, first they were saying the good points. So you can feel like, yeah, mm -hmm. I'm being valued and I did a good job. But then they were always saying like, what can be improved? Like, even though you are not gonna get it or yes, but they're always trying to yeah, give you the best feedback. I see. What about you, Sandra? Did you have a feedback session after your interview? Yes, we had a feedback session after every part of the assessment center, mm -hmm. which I really valued, um, but more after the assessment center, because in, for me in this situation, and I highly advise to always make notes of this feedback and make good notes because in this moment, you are, your mind is all about already about the next step in the assessment center process. And so you're constantly thinking about this. And when they give you feedback, uh, you're also constantly thinking about, is this good or not? Mm -hmm. And in your head, you have this process. But make notes, because in the end, you will go out there. And the question which is in your head is, do they take me or not? Mm -hmm. And was I good or not? And it's really valuable to have later the feedback and go through it again and see how, oh, yeah, I can do this better and this better and this better, because the feedback is really valuable. Well, I'm glad you guys see it that way. I mean, from, from my perspective, I mean, at the time in the assessment center, the way I saw the feedback sessions were for two reasons one of which were to assess the person's ability to accept feedback and how, how they receive feedback. And the other one is to make sure that the assessment center is valuable to those, whether they get in or not, to ensure that they get something out of it and to give them, you know, on the spot impression of how they felt about the, the candidate. 
and also I, something that I really valued is the fact that they were asking after every exercise, they were asking, do you have any question for us? So before the feedback, they were giving us the chance to mm -hmm. ask the executives like, what do you want to know? It was really open and I really valued this opportunity to ask anything. I was not like doubting, like, should I ask this or not? I was just asking okay. anything that I felt that I could be beneficial. And I think this is also something very positive. Hmm. Sandra, could you tell me a little bit about your role play experience? Because as an ASR myself, I went through the same role play, I believe at least that I went through the same or a similar role play to what Andrea did. But I'd love to hear from an ASC perspective, what kind of role play do they ask you to go through? And as I remember correctly, we had also role play was more sales oriented than, as mm -hmm. an example, the presentation, mm -hmm. but still with a lot of technical details. So you're also more into whiteboarding. Mm -hmm. I think there's whiteboarding comes also in. And if you can whiteboard, it's quite a good thing to do and explain something more on a technical level. But also you will be assessed in sales perspective yeah in our case it was a retail store mm -hmm. so you had to give a like the situation was a scenario that a retailer wants to be more competitive I think if I'm not mistaken the competition is doing something more things to engage the customers in the store so they really wanted to also offer this kind of experience and get data from customers at the same time I think it was something like that but it was very sales high level mm -hmm. not technical at all but it's also like my role is also more sales in the role pay, yes they were trying to put you in the corner and ask uncomfortable questions that just to see how do you react all right so let's say I'm gonna have my assessment center tomorrow and I'm about to walk into my role play what kind of advice would you have for me about dealing with those questions that would make somebody feel uncomfortable? Sandro? I think the approach is not to stress yourself with any bad thoughts or what could they possibly ask and how can I be possibly fail. Uh, it's more about trying to get the content. You don't have to be technical, technical. You don't have to have knowledge about these products. That's why you do this program afterwards mm -hmm. you need to be prepared and if you're prepared and if you have the right approach to get this question you get this question you think about it you take your one or two seconds you brief and then you try to answer and if you don't know something the most important thing is don't panic about this and when they try to put you in a situ uncomfortable situation because that's the also reason for this role play um, it's not because they want you to fail it's because they want to test you how you re react in such situation and to keep it cool or keep a clear head. Oh, thank you very much. Andrea, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I think San I agree with Sandro. Uh, and I would say just to be honest and just be positive and don't panic. I think that's very, very important. Just it's a process that you are in a test. So just think, well, what you don't know, you don't know. And you don't have to make up your mind in that moment. Just be honest. Say, look, I don't know this. I can get back to you. Or can you maybe tell me in a different way so I can understand better? Well, b before we, m we move on to the last stage of the assessment center, the presentation, I just want to take a moment to thank you both so much for providing this level of insight and advice to any listener. I mean, I can see, really see a lot of value being added here. Um, now, regarding the presentation, you said that you, uh, Sandro, you mentioned that you had to do some kind of more technical presentation. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, yes, and um, we get this topic two days before, then you get material about it. You have material which is provided already, like PDFs, documents about white papers, stuff like that. And you also get, of course, the possibility to go to the website and research this uh, product. Um, as technical as you can be, it's really good, but they don't expect you to be this expert for this product because they have here salesperson, sales engineers mm -hmm. and engineers to do this for 
years and they are really specialists but you don't have to be specialists just because you can 48 hours you can read a paper but you have to try to bring the concept and how this is this works as an overview to the person sits next to you or the persons in this case it was more than one it was three persons and you bring this to them and explain them how this works uh, if you use no you should use whiteboard you can also do it without whiteboard but it was really valuable to use the whiteboard and they also like it because you can see step by step and you can explain step by step and you try to make a story around uh, your explanation and this is really valuable and you go deep into technology but not as deep as of course an engineer in Cisco now but do as much as you can and explain this for a person who never heard about it mm-hmm. just try to explain this in a good way just out of curiosity what was the technology you were, were talking about that day um, I talked about Umbrella. I remember this. For those of you who don't know, uh, Cisco Umbrella is one of our security solutions that we use on the DNS layer. Um, Andrea, can you tell us a little bit about your presentation? Yeah, the presentation for me was the last uh, activity I had to do. I remember I was the last one of all the candidates there, so I was a little bit feeling the pressure of being the last one. But um, I really enjoyed it, and I was, again, I think my topic was about how would I be able as an individual to not to tra- like help in the transformation Cisco is having from hardware to software company? Oh yeah, I've had, I had the same yeah. one. So when I first time saw the topic, I was really confused. Like, wow, this is like a huge topic, mm-hmm. very open, and how can I approach it? So I spent like quite a bit of time preparing it, and how should I approach this? So I was really like, yeah, I will take three ideas and I will just tell them in a nice way. Mm-hmm. So I was more focused on the delivery instead of the message itself because I thought it was very open topic. Great. How did you guys feel about your performance overall on that day? Sandra, can we start with you on that? Yes, I felt, I remember that as usual, after I always after tests, I feel like I could have done better mm-hmm. and I feel more the this side of, I have more this side of feelings but um, yeah I was also really nervous about the results and I was really happy when I get the call so even if you feel like your performance is not the best it depends on the person so some persons have the approach that they feel yes I did it and some person have more approach yeah I could have done better but in the end it's really hard to assess yourself it's a very good answer very well said I agree I agree with that I think it's a very good answer and as well, like I was feeling confident because I think I did a good job. But again, you don't know how the other candidates did mm-hmm. it because you cannot see them. And I believe they were also good. So you have you want to believe like in our case, in my case, we were five people for two positions. So the chances are high that you're going to be selected. But at the same time, the chances are the same for not <laughs> being selected. It's very true. That really resonates with me when you said keep a positive mind, because I remember myself when I was uh, at my assessment center, I was going into the role play. I was panicking about that part of the um, the process. After the role play, I really felt like I just, I let it go. I dropped the ball and I just ruined my chances of getting in. I was like, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity and I just blew it. I was feeling bad, but it didn't really last. Maybe 15, 20 minutes later, I was still, I was back and I was like, okay, I've got presentation to do. I'm gonna make a break situation. I've got to kill this. After the whole day, I was thinking, okay, I did my best on every part, but I was not happy with my role play performance. I was walking out thinking, you know, I've learned so much today and I've gotten a lot out of it. So if I'm in, I'm in. If I'm not, then I've got to learn from this and I've got to take it with me. So I want to ask you guys, if you could take away one thing from the assessment center, like had you not gotten in, what would have been that takeaway? Can we start with you, Andrea? 
I remember that I really valued the, um, the feedback and also my approach before the assessment was like, okay, maybe this is the only day you have the chance to visit Cisco office. So try to get the most out of the day in any way. So yeah, all the feedback I received about the performance and just try to take it for next assessment centers you can do. Thank you. Thank you for that. Sandro, do you have anything to add to that? I can agree to that. I think it's really good. It's hardens you going through an assessment center like this because before every time you do an assessment center like this even if you do 10 of them um, every time you get better in doing this and every time you know better how to prepare and, and you're hard on it in terms of every time you have more experience in doing this mm-hmm. and I think the experience even if you don't get this job in the end it's a good thing for the next assessment center and it's also a good thing you learn for life because this kind of assessments will be everywhere in your life and it sadly doesn't stop someday and you just can get easy everything you just have to be assessed your whole life that's a very insightful answer thank you so much for that uh guys before we close do you have any last words of advice you'd like to give to listeners perhaps going into assessment centers mm, i can start maybe yes, i would absolutely. say like preparation is key and you have to prepare i don't think that in the day you will be inspired and everything will just come up. Mm -hmm. No, you have to prepare and spend a lot of time preparing as much as you can. But I think it's very, very important to keep a positive attitude and show that you really want it and show your motivation, show who you are and be really positive about it. Every single minute you are in the office. It's not just (laughs) during the activities, every single moment since you enter the office until you leave, you have to be aware that you are being assessed and that you have to show the the best version of yourself. Sandro? Yes, uh, I think a good tip is stay calm the whole time or try at least. I know it's now easy for us to say this because we are already here, but in the assessment center, try to keep your head as clear as possible. Be prepared, as Andrea said, it's really important to prepare, but a lot of people have the approach that they think, oh, I'm not prepared enough. And you will have the feeling that you're not prepared enough. And you will have the feeling that you can fail in your head and you will have this feeling. So try to stay positive. And if you feel that you're not prepared enough or others are better, mostly it's not true because these people have the same in their head. They think you are better prepared. So keep in mind that there's a reason why you're there and that you are good and do everything you can. And in the end, For me, it was always helpful to have in my mind that I do my best and if I cannot make it, then this at least try my best. And there's a lot of percentage is your performance, of course, but there's also some percentage which you cannot influence because this is how you are. And if you're not the right person for this job or this job is not the right thing for you, then you have to accept this. But you have to stay positive and stay open to all these possible outcomes. Absolutely agree with you. Thank you so much for that, guys. All right, listeners, you heard it here first. Be positive, prepared, and motivated for your assessment center. As Sandro said, always be true to yourself and make sure that this is right for you. Thank you so much for listening, and please stay tuned as we'll be releasing these episodes on a regular basis. If you're interested in finding out more about CSAP or want to apply for a role, then go to the link in the description and stay tuned for any upcoming episodes.